Welcome to Soul Chat, a platform created by Queens Recognize Queens to help bring out the queen in you and helping you master yourself holistically. We aim to be the light at the end of the tunnel with topics and guests that speak to your soul. So join us as we take you on an epic journey with powerful people sharing powerful stories and tools to bring out the best in you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Soul Chat. I am your host, Ebony Titora, and I know I haven't talked to you guys in so long, so I pray that you've been enjoying, enjoying all the episodes, the many, many episodes that there are, starting with number one, the eight steps of forgiveness. And if you want my top three episodes, just DM me on Instagram so I can send those to you. But welcome to another wonderful episode. I am so excited today. I'm always excited <laughs> to have this guest who has absolutely changed my life and uh, made me who I got to become this year and who I continue to grow into. Um and I know you're going to probably change my wording on that. However, we, we, we are like, we are like uh, matches to each other in life. And I just know when people are showing up for themselves extraordinarily, they get to do that for others. So without further ado, I want to introduce to you my coach, who has been my coach since February of this year, um, Josh Massey to the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Ah. <laughs> uh. Happy to be here, Ebony. I know you are. And I'm excited for the conversation we're going to have and just to kind of debunk a bunch of conversations and things that are happening out there. Um, first and foremost, because I know I'm an amazing coach and I know like I show up for what I know. I'm not making shit up and just like, you know, like I show up for what I know. So being able to work with you, um, you know, just has opened my eyes so much to who we get to be while we are, you know, doing this thing called life, you know, and just the power of choice, which if you've been through the seven days of clarity, you know how important the power of choice is. So before we get into any questions, I'm just going to read your bio, which, you know, always my first question is, who are you? Because I know we are forever changing and who you might be today might not be who you are tomorrow and who you were or who you were yesterday. So I'm going to share with you um, kind of sort of his bio and what he does. Um, and then we're going to get into some amazing questions and start this podcast talking about manifestation. So definitely stay locked in if you are interested in that topic. I'm very excited to share with you what I've learned over the last two years of coaching hundreds of coaches to get their business off the ground by instilling new habits and shifting their belief system. The number one thing I see blocking coaches from having everything they've ever dreamed of in their business, they don't believe they're worthy of having all the things Woo, right there. That's it. And this Woo. is usually covered up by a more surface level problem of what we think it is. After all, as a coach, we should be able to coach ourselves, right? I find it quite opposite because we think we should know all the answers. We block ourselves from not knowing them. And as a coach, we all know that stepping into the unknown is where all the answers really are. So Josh is a heart-centered coach who loves to serve his clients and is curious as to how 
And if you're curious about how you can attract them more effectively, Josh is your guy. But that was from his website, a um, little snippet of in his brain and how he helps coaches like myself know that they deserve all the things and that they are worthy. And that's what attracted me to you. And now that I'm like, oh yeah, like that was it is because even in love, like having all the things that I've attracted all year, when I finally attracted love, like not for nothing, it set my body into just mm. trauma mode where my body's like, we can't have all the things. <laughs> like What? One thing at a time, you know? And I'm like, no. <laughs> so, um, just to begin, <laughs> who are you in your own words? In my own words, who am I? Oh, well, I'll start with this. I love that you said just like always evolving, always shifting, always changing. Um, so yeah, as you mentioned, I am a coach and I would say more so how I would describe myself is like really like a spiritual healer. You know, I really... Um, I really love getting to bring someone home to themselves in the, in the spiritual sense and to kind of really support people in guiding through that journey of the unknown or what feels like the unknown spiritually, um, just going to the depths of themselves and figuring out who they really are in the unknown and becoming okay with the unknown. Um, and when I say becoming okay, I mean becoming grounded and almost like this unshakable foundation in that like deep, deep place. But anyway, back to the question. I do this a lot. Ebony knows I squirrel. So who am I? I am, I'm Josh and I, um, I'm just a guy who loves people. I'm just a guy who loves humanity, loves people, loves changing people's lives. Um, and you know, my vision is to impact the world. I don't even know if I've shared this with you yet, Ebony, um, to bring 1 million people home to themselves by the year 2030 and starting with breath work. And that's my little community where we all just freaking breathe and share gratitude. It's, it's beautiful. But anyway, um, that is me. <laughs> I love it. And that is so true. And that also reminded me of, you know, just that part of like, that is your brand name is the loving leaders. So I know for me that matters and showing up in that space. And I think that's what creates the most growth is because, um, you know, that's the thing we need to even attract the things that we want. So let's get into manifestation. Okay. Because we kind of were laughing about this the other day. And to me, now that I know what I know, and I've been on that other side where it's like, oh, how do I manifest? And it's like, well, first and foremost, you're doing it all the time with your thoughts, your words, and your actions. That's just it. So it's not something you need to figure out how to do. It's something you need to uh, pay attention to. What are you manifesting by what you're doing every day in your habits? Because your previous, um, I guess, position if you will was helping people find time and that mm -hmm. was a part of me that kind of like gravitated to you as well was your story of like you know I was doing this thing and although I was like successful I wasn't like I wasn't feeling purposeful and that's when you shifted to like I'm doing like the loving leaders you know that's what resonates and now you're like okay I have this other goal that's like now manifesting because I followed that goal 
So I just want to talk about manifestation. If you want to just share things to you that you've learned along your journey, um, because it's such a buzzword. And it's like, if you can just remember you're doing it already. Mm. It's here. It's now you're doing it. <laughs> oh, I, absolutely. Well, I, so I actually to totally, I'm going to say this. I totally didn't prepare. So this is just totally like from the depths of like, yep, got, got a download. Right. <laughs> so um, well, I'll say this, I'd say the best story I've got of like manifestation in my own reality. Um, so I, I was with a company about three years ago. Um, and we had a group coaching program that we were just maniacs on a mission and rolling for, right. Um, I think it was seven grand. I don't remember the the price but anyway um and i just remember we had about three weeks left with our goal being 40 people into the community and we were at like 19 with like three weeks left and i'm like okay <laughs> let's go right just you know how's this gonna happen whatever right these are and i and i kid you not all the people in my company right my ceo the other you know everybody's asking like what are we going to do? How's it going to work? Whatever. Josh, on the other hand, and I don't, I don't say this to be arrogant, right? But I say this to be, this was the true story, um, was like, dude, they're already in there. Because in my mind, and this is kind of the story of, you know, the manifestation and kind of how I've grounded myself in that intention um, was I had already created the reality and been seeing it every single day, breathing it, living it, sleeping it. I was already there. And a huge key in how I, I, how I did that um, is every single day I have a, you know, Ebony knows, of course, right? The declaration statement, right? So I, every day I'm waking up um, and I have 90 day sprints. So I have a 90 day sprint that I'm always working towards, you know, some form of a 90 day goal. And Ebony has witnessed it live where I share my results. Sometimes I hit it, sometimes I don't. And that's the fun part, right? But having that every single day, seeing it, eating it, sleeping, breathing, like you're already in the future. And, and I mean, getting down to the nitty gritty details of like tasting um, what that day looks like, you know, um, are you on the ocean? Are you feeling the breeze? What are you doing? Who are you surrounded with? Um, every single possible sensory detail that you can have um, will, of course, amplify and essentially be your, your, your being the future now. So there's no difference in your mind and your soul and your body from the future. And now you're just living as if right now. And so anyway, um, and we'd been chanting every single day, that vision, that goal. And I, in my mind's eye, every morning could see the retreat. And we had this big retreat and I saw 40 people walking around the compound in Mexico on the beach. I saw everybody with like coffee. We were just dancing and all these things. And I would see that every single day. Um, and so when they all, you know, when my CEO and everybody was like, what are we going to do? Blah, 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 blah. I was just like, like, yeah, they're already in there. And it was like, totally like, I just saw it and I believed it. 
Um, and then sure enough, every single day, enrollment call, enrollment call, enrollment call. Um, and we had 38 people out of 40 at the retreat. And um, so that's my testament to what's possible with, you know, the manifestation tools of sensory detail, but also I think, and this is one part I wanted to actually pass it back to you, Ebony. Um, it's the belief that it's already happened like right now and firmly believing that, you know, and that's, that's something I saw within you and during our coaching that there was kind of that pivotal moment where like you just saw it and you were being it and you believed it and then just poof, right? And that's when all the manifestations for Ebony was just like, bah! right? Like we had the partner, we had 10K, we had like all this stuff, right? So anyway, probably a good pass back to you moment, but yeah, I'm sure they'd love to hear all that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and as you were speaking, you know, I think the thing I've honed in on is, is that it is that, is that the decisiveness of like, it is done. And then that creates the expectation, right? But a lot of times we're living in the expectation that it's not going to happen, that it's hard to happen, that to get there so far, like I just listen to people's verbiage of how they'll say, you know, like one day I'll get there and like eventually I'll make it. And it's like, like I was talking to someone who was like, yeah, in 19 years that they'll, um, the goal that they had was like, maybe like a million or something like that I'm like 19 years but like that's such a long time to like <laughs> what like to me it's, it feels like doubt so even reading that from your website when I think of manifestation the thoughts the actions and the words like in the thought process this is you saying like the sensory stuff which is so important of just like visualizing it closing your eyes and being there and I feel like a lot of us don't daydream or go there because we feel like it's like wishful thinking and it's like no, that's where everything actually exists. And when you close your eyes and focus on that, you get to bring it down into the reality you're in, right? Mm -hmm. And then your actions. So if we don't believe it, we'll go out there and we'll act in doubt. And I've just seen that when I've talked about like, hey, y'all should buy that like bread you want or the milk, you know? And I remember having those conversations within myself where I would put something back and every time I did that it took it it feels some way you're like ooh, like I just I just feel not worthy of like what I want and anytime we settle you always end up dissatisfied like it's like a subpar experience you're like ugh, you know okay so I began doing that my entire year where it was like okay um I decided when I was going to pay you off like I just remember washing dishes and I'm like yep that's just what's going to happen. And I think I even started saying it out loud. I'm like, yep, yep, <laughs> like that's it. So I just began to notice that for me, it was that decisiveness. So thoughts, uh, the actions, and then the way we talk is so important. And I've learned greater depths of verbiage through seven days of clarity of doing that repeatedly and just hearing people just say the same thing over and over again, like, oh, it's hard to heal. And you know, just like all these things are hard. So removing that stuff from our vocabulary, because I think even when you pay attention to it and you feel it, it feels dense. Like it just feels like it's bringing you down. So I totally had those many moments of deciding, like with the partner, I would do the sensory thing for probably since March of last year, I was like envisioning, um, envisioning the experience and like 
feeling it, feeling the hug from behind and like all this crazy stuff, you know, um, but it really works, you know, and being patient enough to allow it to unfold. Um, and I think there are different levels to everything, you know, of like different things that uh, we find a little easier to heal through, you know, and I think some for people for mon money is a big thing of healing through it. So I kind of want to just pivot into money consciousness, because I believe um, the deeper level of it, you know, you have a lot of people teaching money consciousness, and a lot of people do tap into the healing part of it. Um, but I think there's not enough conversation or love that goes into like, the healing that is needed for the heart. And it's not like, I feel like we feel like, well, healing takes time. And I think to go back to what we were just saying, as far as like deciding, you have to decide, like your program teaches, like I'm worthy of it and I can have it all like right now. Mm -hmm. Cause I believe we want to believe that we want to believe we're worthy and we want to believe we can have it all. But I don't think as a society, we live that way. I think we compartmentalize like the way we do everything. Um, but in reality, it's all, it has to interconnect in order to thrive, you know, and for you to feel like that feeling of like, I'm thriving. So um, I kind of want to get into that because I feel like you are pretty heavy into the healing portion of like mm -hmm. money consciousness and how we move through those, um, those moments of elevation. Yeah. Well, you know, I've, I've learned within myself that I'm not on a, I'm not on an entrepreneurship journey. I'm not on a business building journey. I'm on an inner healing journey. And when there's something that within me, and when I say, when, I want to be very specific with everybody. When I say within me, right, I'm referring to I, which Ebony, you know, right? I'm, ref I'm referring to the source in me, the God in me. I'm not referring to the identity of Josh, right? I'm referring to the infinite, limitless soul being of Josh, right? And, you know, um, the further and further that I have, I'm not even going to say remove, there's just, I'm being particular in my words, but, um, you know, the, the, the further depths that I've gone to within myself in terms of removing and shedding, there we go. That's the best, that's the better word. Um, you know, shedding the layers of who I thought I was. And what I mean by that is, you know, we are programmed at an early age, as we all know, I'm sure we've all had some form of, you know, awareness with therapy um, or just on some level, right? We all know that there's been conditioning from what our parents have taught us. Um, and so, you know, we, we, we crystallize a lot of the things that we heard as a child and even into early adulthood into our unconscious beliefs about ourselves and about what is our ceiling and what is our floor and what we're worthy of and, and all these deeply seated things within our unconscious programming, right? And so I've learned that going through and uncovering 
what are those things within me um sucks <laughs> it hurts a lot right like ebony you know yeah. um and i don't mean to label it right but yeah it can be brutal right um to really uncover um some of those excruciatingly painful moments and painful things um that are really running and you know um on a on an unconscious level a lot of the um things that we believe right um, I'm not worthy of having lots of money. I'm not worthy of love. I'm not worthy of insert here, right? A lot of that comes from an unconscious place, right? So my um, my work, my philosophy, my, my vision and how I want to not only impact the world, but also just kind of how it all starts right here, right? Um, is to really, when I say bring people home to themselves, I mean shed those layers of who they thought they were so that we can reveal the soul and who they always have been and are. And that is where abundance is where anything that you want and desire to create and to manifest um, can come into fruition from that beautiful open blank slate. And that's only in my professional opinion, right? Um, I feel that that's really only possible to achieve through doing that, you know, whatever we want to call it, right? Shadow work or going going through those layers within ourselves um, to achieve enlightenment. And that is a very separate conversation from achieving financial abundance, from achieving, right? Like um, true success, in my opinion, is fulfillment and enlightenment. And yes, material wealth is part of that, but definitely not all of that. And if you focus on just that, um, I know a lot of, I know people that are worth over a hundred million dollars, more than one. And every other word out of their mouth is the F word and they're extremely unhappy and unfulfilled, right? And yes, they have all the money in the world. They can go on private jets. They can do all that. Um, but yet I feel like, you know, because I've seen that and experienced what, you know, um, extreme wealth looks like, right? Um, if you don't have fulfillment and you're not, you know, listening to your soul, um, I mean, in my opinion, how rich are you, right? You're, you're pretty poor. So yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. They say that is to, um, gain the world and lose your soul is one of the sayings. Mm -hmm. um, but that's absolutely true. Um, and that's the connection that most of us miss because we, and I think it's, that's part of conditioning as well, which is to focus on materialistic forms of success um, or what society thinks is successful and the rating, the rating system of, you know, if you're a woman, like, did you, are you, when are you having a baby, you know, when are you going to get married or, um, you know, those type of, it's just very shallow. You know, and I think when we talk about money consciousness and to your points of the healing that needs to take place and that we're not, you know, the purpose of life is not to fulfill the, what I call them as I see them as like, when you are born into a generation, you're given a sheet of paper that has boxes that you check off and that makes you digestible, that makes you, um, you know, easy to get along with and part of society you know you just keep checking off the boxes like I went to college check I 
you know, um, I got a great profession, check. I have a spouse, check. I have the kids, check. I have the car, the picket fence, like, and all that shit is why we have midlife crisis or we're living our lives as uh, in the, there's a documentary called The Power of the Heart. And they're like, you know, the fish knows it's a fish. Like a fish can't drown in water. Like the bird knows it, it flies, but we're the only species on the planet that has no freaking idea of their purpose. We're the mm-hmm. only people that can be the walking dead, doing things every day, oh. brushing our teeth, going to work, you know, but living a very shallow existence. You're not living. And it was actually mm-hmm. the guy who wrote The Alchemist who was saying that. Um, and it was another guy too, but he was saying, you know, I, I wrote my first book when I was 43. So until I actually listened to myself, that was when I became happy. And then everything else, like you said, falls into place. And that's exactly how it happens. You know, when I look at last year and this year, yeah, last year, I feel like I did great um, as far as just like keep, not only keeping my head above water, but choosing to thrive in amidst the situation and the experience I decided. And then, you know, I think this year just knocked it out the park as far as like deciding um, to to move through the healing because healing is just washing to that next level because as you said it I'm like as much as we don't want to talk about it like that that shit does fucking suck you know and I will share <laughs> one of my sessions with you probably after I've shared this podcast just to show people like I go there like you know I'm not afraid to go there I'm not afraid to be honest about like digging deeper into that truth and most people are afraid they want to keep it either pointed at other people or in a state of like they know what the issue is but they're not brave enough to act on it they're not brave enough to be consistent they're not I think even deciding is bravery of like yeah I'm deciding that it's true because it feels crazy like think about you saying that to your in the company you're like yeah they're already there what are we gonna do and you're gonna meet like yep they're already there meeting's over have a great day guys peace (laughs) like you know and then okay, that's not tangible. You know what I mean? You're yeah. Like, yes, it is, bro. They're looking at me like I'm not. Right? Yeah. Like, I feel it. I see it. I taste it. They're like, what? You know, but that is, that is when we talk about money manifestation, I think to your point, as far as um, money consciousness, it's the deeper need for healing. And um, if you really believe you're worthy, then you need to make decisions that say that it is so all decisions. And uh, that's kind of what I was probably one of my greatest takeaways um, from booking a stay at the Lux, like just all, all the things <laughs> like this year just was so juicy. And, you know, I was sitting there thinking, um, you know, cause it's so easy to feel shame with money, whether it's how you manage money, just like all these areas of shame in our life that it's like pressure that gets put onto us from this physical human fucking thing called life like down Mm -hmm. to the type of water you buy, like just like all this shit, you know? So I think it's highlighted for me working with you levels of shame and the thing, Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's what like deeply blocks us from like just money and just like fulfillment because the fulfillment is like, I lived a good life. Mm -hmm. The fulfillment isn't like I made three fucking billion dollars. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) oh yeah. Yeah. So that's how I feel. Oh yeah, I was just going to jump in with one more thing on the like fulfillment side of things. And just also if you're like, you know, for, for everybody who's listening, like, you know, one, one just super easy, quick assessment and kind of exercise to like 
walk yourself through um, is to just ask yourself at the deepest level that I can experience shame right now, what am I experiencing? Why am I experiencing it? Where is it coming from? You might not know, might be nothing. It might be a very specific thing that just boom, comes up. Don't judge whatever you're thinking or whatever you're feeling, right? Perfectly on time and meant to be, right? And I love what Ebony said because this is just so freaking important on it's not the, um, you know, and I forgot who said this. Oh, Claudia, which was a uh, client from the company I worked at a while ago. Um, and I freaking love her. So I don't know how you'd ever hear this, Claudia. But if you ever hear this, I'm still quoting you. Um, successful people will always do what unsuccessful people won't. And however you define success, right? That quote stuck with me because it's true, right? It, it's a hundred percent, but I think of it as it's, I'll go anywhere, anytime within myself. I will play any position on the field. I will, right? And I'm not above anyone else. Like, I, you know, I'm just, and I think that that is so important as we all go to those deeper levels of healing and consciousness within ourselves. Because a lot of the road that we go through as entrepreneurs, right? And Ebony, thank you so much for being just so like open book transparent, right? Um, you know, a lot of it is freaking gross and hard. And that's exactly what in my opinion, defines the character that we are, right? It's not about who we are when things are going right. It's about how do we respond to things falling out of the sky? Because you can bet on life to life every single day, right? So it's not about, in my opinion, um, you know, it's not about anything more than how we see chaos. And this will make a lot more sense as you're starting to unpack things that, you know, bring up anxiety for you, bring up shame for you, bring up anger for you, bring up sadness for you, right? As you start to go through those levels and those layers of, you know, emotion, you start to really, in my opinion, um, and this is really just a testament to like how much I love the inner healing and the work, right? Um, the treasures of your lifetime are on the other side of going to the places that you don't want to go to. And I mean, way beyond material things. I mean, I mean, like, yeah, okay, obviously, I know everybody listening wants to manifest material things. So yes, you'll manifest lots of material things. But it's just so, it's so much more than that. It's like you walk down the street and people are just like magnetized to you, right? Like I've walked down, like even today in like Laguna Beach and I'm walking through and there's just like, everybody just smiles at you and you're just, it's your, you know, your whole aura and you're just like, you know, I mean, how can I help you? And like, just... Mm -hmm. It's so much more than like money. You Can I know? tell you, this guy walked up to me and my kids today in the arcade, just walked into the arcade. He's like covered in these like beaded necklaces, just like totally like just walked up to them, gave them some money for the arcade and was like, happy Thanksgiving and walked out. Aww. And I'm like, talk about being magne a magnet. 
of just like goodness. Like I feel like everywhere I go, I'm treated like a queen, you know. Um, or mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, to your point of just like it being more than material things, it's like it's equivalent to like someone asked me one time. I think it was a question regarding healing and just probably along the lines of um, like how do we create the good one in our life? And it's like, well, we sh- if we're praying, we should be praying for the qualities we need to sustain life right you're like life is gonna life right great so we should be praying for courage we should be praying for um have to have more faith to have more clarity we should be praying for to feel more love we should be praying for people when we're upset and angry towards them you know so it's like a lot of times we don't really it, it is that thing it is that feeling like that's that's what I definitely remember feeling at the beginning of last year was, I think that's what even helped me to make just the decision to work with you, which was like last year and in making a decision to walk away from the relationship brought up so much shame of like, I'm a bad person. Like, how could I do that? I'm breaking up a family, all these things that could be truth, but were not the truth. And if I had listened to them, I wouldn't have been able to experience all the abundance that came just from last year and just deciding I want to be fulfilled because if there's one truth, it's that I'm not happy and I have not been happy for a long time. And why am I accepting that? Like, do I have another 11 years to just not be happy because I want to hold this thing together that's falling apart? And that's what people do to your point, right? It's like, how do you react when things are falling apart? And in deciding in the falling apart, like, no, I'm going to be successful. Like, this is going to be my greatest year ever. Um, definitely, I believe, created the momentum that I need to create. And sitting there, the second thing was sitting there and feeling that peace. It's such a peace with myself. We're just like, this is what we meditate for. This is what we strive for. It's like, once I feel that peace, like, everything comes from there I have the clarity I have the abundance like all these things just come to me because my vibration becomes pure it becomes un um unfiltered and and not held down by doubts and worries and stress because that's what makes us not so nice people you know Mm. that first to ourselves and to others so uh without (laughs) harping on that forever i know you guys picked up something we were putting down and i hope you guys have your pencils your pens and your notebooks out because these are always great discussions because as you know we're talking about conversations that are deeper than the surface so as we dive a little bit deeper um i want to talk about something that i know a lot of people are experiencing right now which is needing to change like directions in their lives. And I know you spoke about this when we enrolled where you're like, I just was at a space where I just didn't want to do that anymore. And I had to decide. And at that time I was experiencing the same thing. Um, And really how those are just like moments of growth and change. And how can people lean into that? Oh, yes. So much yes. Okay. I have like two or three stories on this. I mean, I'm always, you know, like everything always falls apart and then you're like, ah, and then it's like perfectly, you're like, oh, that's why. But the cool thing about life is it doesn't tell you what's on the other side until you've completely surrendered, right? So, but anyway, to keep it brief, because I don't want to, you know, share every single story. um, 
I will share the last three weeks, I mean, or maybe a month ago of, of Josh's journey. <laughs> um, so as, as you guys know, I've been Ebony's coach for like nine months, <laughs> eight months, however long. Um, and I had gotten to this point within my own journey where so great on and just in, in just like every single level. Right. And I go, okay. And I'm looking across the kind of just like looking across everything as a whole in my, in my business. And I said, well, what an incredible year, like what just an incredible, like, I mean, life and just getting to serve all of the people that I have and just going so deep and having such incredible impact with these very select, you know, amazing humans. And I look at my calendar and me and Ebony were literally talking about this like three days ago. Um, and I look at my calendar and I go, all right, that's not what I want. <laughs> just brutally honest feedback, right? And then I go, okay, I have no idea how that's gonna change, but shit, I think that has to change. And the reason I say shit you guys ever had something where you like, you know, build habitual, like every single day, this is what you do, right? And then you try to do something different, like anybody that wants to leave their nine to five, you know, that resistance feeling, it was like that, but like on steroids, because I was like, I finally built the system, I finally effortlessly enroll, like two one on one clients, three clients a month, literally like not trying whatever. And here I go, right, trying to freaking sabotage it or whatever, right? So I make up all these stories and the brain's having a field day, right? Honest, freaking, can't be more honest if I try, right? So um, it's basically the world's falling apart. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, right, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then, right, and that was probably a month ago, maybe three weeks ago. Um, and then I come, right, so... Then I come to my senses. And when I say come to my senses, I mean, I, <laughs> I cry and have a lot of resistance for, <laughs> for several days, several days, right? I'm just torture. Like, really, I'm just being honest, right? Of, of like, why is this falling apart? What am I doing? Like, who am I? You know, the whole thing, right? The whole, like, what the hell's going on? And then, right, and you know, Ebony, I'm glad you're laughing because it's true, though. This is totally exactly how it goes. Oh, right? You're just like probably relating so hard, right? I'm like, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like, so I'm like, okay. All right. I guess whatever's happening, I'm supposed to, it's just, this is how it's supposed to happen, right? And um, so anyway, fast forward through very dark times. And I mean that, right? Through um, really going through at the deepest levels, um, all the fear that it was bringing up within me, right? Obviously making a shift like that, how is that gonna impact finances? How is that gonna impact my team? How is that gonna impact lots of other areas, right? Um, and so it came down to the same moment that I had when I actually um, <laughs> made a very similar transition about 10 to 11 months ago, exiting the first company I had, which was, is this lighting my soul on fire? And what does it look like to have my soul lit on fire? And is this doing that? Is this filling my cup, right? And the truth is, yes. And I was completely overstretched. I had like, I don't know, 10 to 11 clients, right? One hour meetings every week. 
Um, and I just stretched myself too thin, right? Um, and so I just learned, okay, pivot, right? What does this look like? What's the future look like, right? Um, and so thus, right, all of a sudden, literally like God just goes, here you go. Um, the thing that's been right in front of me all along was born, which was breath work, which I've been doing every single day, well, for years, but also every single day with all my one-on-one -on -one people. And I go, well, I, I should totally just like bring this to the freaking masses because everybody needs help with manifestation and releasing and just daily habits of, of all, it's, it's almost like it's every single thing that like, um, you know, we've created just in an energetic vortex, like 30 minutes a day. And anyway, um, you know, that was that monumental pivot for me. Um, that of course has just been so amazing and everybody it's funny everybody's been reflecting like energetically like i feel different you know because i'm because i'm in alignment with like i'm listening to my soul and i know that's where i'm being called to because i can really impact like thousands of people in this way and it was just my my soul kind of i don't know expanded or like grew too much to just stay with my you know, one-on-ones as much as I've loved every second. And I will still be serving a select number of people one-on-one -on -one just because I freaking love it. But you know what I mean? Like just that, like, um, like I just knew I was being called to more and eventually I just had to freaking surrender and listen to it. Yeah. And it's funny um, to say that because that feeling in itself is what I hear the most when people are unaware that the shift is happening is of like, I feel stuck. That's what they'll say. And it's like, okay, well, you're basically imagine that you're in a box and that you don't, you're long, you've outgrown it. And now you're pushing against it and you're actually expanding. And a lot of times we don't let that expansion happen. And like you said, like, you're like, I got, you know, I came to my senses. You're like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, um, I think there are many feelings of like dark night of the soul because there's this processes that we have to go through that make you um, kind of like address again, those levels of healing, those levels of like, do you really believe? Are you um, in alignment with, with what's calling your soul? And I think we need to go through that experience of having that moment you know, uh, in time. Um, cause I feel like when we don't feel it and lean into it when it's happening, then we just kind of like repeat the cycle again. And it's like more excruciating, you know, Absolutely. you know, and I think that's probably what the biggest thing I've learned, um, in leaving the relationship is like learning. There are perpetual cycles of suffering and you get to choose, like you get to choose, um, like, do you want to live small and allow people, places, and things to be the highlight of like your life and what bothers you and affects you? Or do you want to understand that the people, places, and things are always helping you to evolve and to grow into that better, best version of yourself? And that's the thing that I've always known but you've definitely helped me hone into like it's like it's not about them it's not about them whether it's my purpose um it's just not about um 
it's not about any of the outside things. It's always going to be about, does it align with me? Does it bring me joy? Mm. You know, am I happy? And, and that's it. Like, there's just really no other questions to ask yourself when it comes to that. And just yeah. taking that time to allow it to blossom is what I felt you say. And that's why I was laughing. So I'm like, that's so, that, that is the process. <laughs> so and the I, process. It really is. Tears are just so cleansing and amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So it sounds like in a nutshell, what I'm taking away is, um, which I hope you all out there listening are taking away is that, you know, manifestation and healing, it's all one and the same. And it's how willing are we to go into the depths of ourselves to excavate that treasure of peace, of, of faith, of belief, of deciding. Because to me, that's like God mentality. Is like when you decide, you become the creator because a lot of us don't feel like the creator. We get lost in the sauce of life. So we forget, oh shit, I'm creating this shit. Because that's what I heard you say too. And you're like, okay, I looked at my calendar and I'm like, I don't like this shit. You know, like this is cannot be life. And I said the same thing where I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm like working at a job. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I never want to ever feel like that. So what has to change? You know, one of those things for me was like, I need to take naps. Um, and cancel a few things but um I've loved and enjoyed this conversation <laughs> um can you please let the people know my soul chat fam know where to find you and where to connect with you thelovingleaders.com everybody join breathwork you get two days for free and we'd love to breathe with you and share gratitude and it's freaking it's the most beautiful healing thing ever to start your day. Amazing. It is. I, I, Shane, amen that. Um, you all know I love some good breath work and breathing and meditation and honing in on what the hell we really want out of life. And you're also on Instagram, right? Oh, yes. Uh, the Loving Leader. The Loving Leader. And you also have a group. The Loving Leaders group on Facebook. Wow, this is like, this is cool. Yes. <laughs> so make sure you all definitely tap in with him and get some of that sauce and that great energy that you bring to the table. It's been an honor to have you here. And it's always an honor to serve you all and to bring on guests that I find extraordinary to open up your mind and your senses and remind you of who you are, which is perfect for heading into a new year. Um, even though technically the new year starts in March, but we'll save that for another discussion in another day. Um, thank you all for joining. I love you so much. Definitely make sure you share this episode with someone that you love because sharing is caring and it's a form of abundance. So definitely tap into your abundance by sharing it with your people, sharing it on social media, making sure you follow me on Instagram at Queens, recognize Queens. Um, and I look forward to serving you all more with some more dope uh, podcast episodes. It's been amazing. Have a great and amazing uh, day or night wherever you are in the world. Lots of love. Ciao. Thank you for tuning in to Soul Chat with your host, Ebony Tatora. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, leave a review, and if you love it, share it with your friends. 
and make sure you join us next week for another conversation with your soul, bringing you thought-provoking conversations that require you to look a little bit deeper than the surface.